Hello, and welcome to Trading Wheels, the podcast in which I talk to my high school friends about their first year in college and explore life without trading wheels. Today, I am here with Sam Rubino. Hello, Sam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Self-applause. Sam, will you introduce yourself with your uh, name, (laughs) major, college, and a fun fact about yourself? Okay, hi, my name is Samantha Rabino, otherwise known as Sam. Uh, my major, well, I go to the University of Texas at Dallas, and um, the art program majors are ATEC, which stands for Arts, Technology, and Emerging Communications. It's also a little more complicated because my specialty is currently design and production, though I am trying to get into the 3D animation pathway. What else? Fun oh, fact. fun fact about me. Um, uh, my hair has been every color of the rainbow except green. Do you plan on dyeing it green at some point? <sighs> I want to, but, like, it's so much effort, you know? Like, because, as you know, I have dark hair, as our viewers cannot see. I mean, our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, um like, dark black hair, and so... The bleaching process, especially because I don't go to a salon to do it because I don't have the funds, it's just so time-consuming that, like, I feel like I don't want to put in the effort. And also, um, my parents don't like it, but, you know, whatever. It's just, I guess, time and effort thing. Right. Mm -hmm. You've had neutral hair for a while now. I know. It's honestly, it's me being influenced by everyone who I hang out with in college. Oh, are they normies? <sighs> yeah. Sorry. That, well, no one's going to be listening to it from my friend group. Oh, well, Probably. I would like to think I have a far-reaching audience. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you want me to advertise to my friends? No, and be no, like, hey, okay. guys, I talked about how you guys don't really know anything about me and how you're normies. <laughs> um, well, that's kind of one of the first things I wanted to talk about is how you came to UTD because it's that doesn't seem related but it is because it kind of has like a culture that isn't necessarily the most obvious fit for you (laughs) yeah well I mean I went to UTD for scholarship purposes because they gave me the most money um I got a full ride for them because of my ACT score which is great but um I pretty much just chose them because I know that my parents are, like, having a lot of financial difficulties because of my sister, and, like, she's a doctor now, and, like, even though she's graduated, she's still in, like, a lot of debt. Right. So, I just... Because she went to Northeastern. Yeah, she went to a private, out-of-state university with a really good program, but, you know, it's private and out-of-state. Right. So, I mean, I just wanted to take some burden off of my parents by going to a school where they wouldn't really have to worry about financial stuff for me. And I feel like at UTD, that's the case for a lot of people. Like, it's it's nobody's really first choice school, you know? Right. But, it, but a lot of pe- my friends are there because of circumstantial reasons. But, I mean, it's still a good school. Yeah. And I still enjoy what I do there and everyone that I've met. What was the question? <laughs> no, you answered it. Okay. Um, and you went in undeclared. Yeah, I did. That's because um, I really didn't know. As a Libra, I'm an indecisive girl by nature. (laughs) Indecisive by blood. But um, I went in undeclared, even though I knew that I would want to do something artsy. 
uh, I went in undeclared because I just felt like it would be easier for me also as an influence for my sister because, you know, the first sibling is always the guinea pig for things. Right. And, like, just learning from what she's done, she had a lot of trouble, like, accepting what her parents planned out for us, what our parents planned out for her to do. Um, and so they did a complete 180 on me because they realized that, like, it was not great for them to choose her major. And also they gave me a deal. Like, another reason why I chose UTD is because they were like, well, if you get a full-ride scholarship somewhere, we will let you major in whatever you want and we won't try to, like, influence you. Right. Because otherwise they would have wanted me going into the medical field, which is, you know, not me. I'm not a STEM kid. Yeah. So, yeah. I went in undeclared because I knew that I wasn't sure of what I wanted even though I am inclined towards the artistic stuff. And also, um, I mean, UTD itself is a STEM school. Like, it's known for its business, its CS, its engineering. I mean, it's basically like the funnel to TI. Yeah. Because it was fun- founded by TI. Yeah. So, um, everything is very techy, but... So, the, the there is a liberal arts program there, but, like, everyone who's there for liberal arts, I'm like, why? I've never heard of anybody going there for liberal arts. No, it's crazy. I, like, befriended a philosophy major and also, like, a visual arts major. And I'm like, why are you here? (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah. They have an arts program. I think I, as you know, we were in a journalism class for, a journalism program for many years. Right. I'm just saying this for our listeners. Yes, true. Um, Sam was editor-in-chief of our high school yearbook. Yeah, so... Like, I would have been interested in, like, a graphic design, maybe journalism kind of thing. But journalism program, like, a journalism major or minor isn't offered at the school that I go to. So, so. so yeah, I know. So, I'm just going for um, ATech. I was pretty much undeclared my whole year, my whole school year, and then I declared ATech in June. And from what you've seen of the, like, art programs so far, do you feel like they're still valuable and good (laughs) i mean i can't really say for the liberal arts side because that is like so such a minority that like nobody really even knows about it right um but for the atec program it's it's interesting it's like i think utd is realizing that steam is the new thing not stem right and so the building that i'm in is really nice it's like new because they built it like i think five years ago so it's still like a test program. Um, the thing I talked about with Pathways, that's a new thing that they just implemented this year. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, the problem was for these ATEC students, they were taking so many classes that were that were like intro level classes, like all the intro gaming classes, all the intro animation classes, that they weren't really specializing in anything. And that was bad for the university because all these ATEC classes were... ATEC students were leaving the school without, like, what is it, proper specialization in anything. Right. They were good at many things, but, like, not great. Not good enough to be, like, a professional in one thing, you know? Right. That makes sense. Yeah, so they just now implemented this Pathways program. And so, as of now, I'm in the Design and Productions pathway, which is what everyone starts out in. And then if I want to specialize in um, something like the animation pathway or the video game design pathway, I have to, like, do an application process. Like, I have to send in a portfolio. I have to write an essay. It's a huge ordeal. 
but not something that I don't think I can aim for right now yet because I don't have a sufficient por- portfolio. Right. <laughs> so you're going into 3D animation. I'm trying to, yes. What made you decide that that was the thing you wanted to specify in? So I was in a Claret, right? Yes. Um, I basically had to take a lot of core classes to get those out of the way as an undeclared freshman. So um, my first semester was basically just me taking core classes and being like, bleh. But then um, because I had a lot of uh, test credit from high school, my advisor told me, he was like, oh, you know, you're actually kind of done with your core classes, so you can go on and start taking things is there a direction you want to go in? And I'm like, oh yeah, I want to start looking at A-Tech, even though I'm not A-Tech exactly. And then um, he, we looked, we had like two meetings and we looked over all the A-Tech prereq classes. And I was like, oh, I want to take intro to animation. I mean, intro to 3D animation, because that sounds cool. And he was like, yeah, I'll sign you up. So my second semester, I had the pleasure of taking so many art courses for the first time, which I've never done. I've never, like, gotten actual teachers and professors to, like, teach me about art. It's been, like, Even a hobby. Even in Well, yeah, I guess that was a requirement. Uh, yeah, I took that art class once. <laughs> once. I took one art class in seventh grade. I think that's it. Yeah, that's so surprising, because you're very, like, artistically motivated. Like, you're, <laughs> you're literally drawing right now. Yeah, it helps me talk and think. But yes very surprising and it was very nice to take all these art classes so i basically was trying to take an intro to the intro to video game design and an intro to 3d animation class but um i only had room in my schedule for one so i just signed up for intro to 3d animation and wow what a delight it was so cool um my professor was from the company she used to work at the company real effects which is a dallas-based 3d animation studio and i think they made the movies that are like horton here's a who they worked on rio they made ice age i think but yeah like it was really cool even if they're like you know not the most popular 3d animated movies out there she's still like a real person from the industry who's out here to talk to us and like every friday they would bring in a guest speaker from like the industry to talk to us and wow so cool so I was just thrilled by all the assignments and like all the lessons that I got that um it was just something that I really wanted to try majoring in yeah yeah and so what classes are you taking this coming semester um I'm taking more ATEC prerequisite classes so like it's interesting because all ATEC students have to take a coding class all ATEC students have to take a Photoshop class. Um, oh, to further my 3D animation studies, I am taking intro to... What is it? Um, oh, intro to 3D animation, but, like, actually animating things. So, in the animation process, there are, like, lots of different steps. Like, somebody has to make the models, somebody has to move the models and animate them and then somebody has to color them right and there i mean i'm simplifying this process there are a lot of more steps but i'm taking a class that solely focuses on animating the characters just because most people in the industry either going to modeling which is making the characters and um, animating which is moving the characters and um i think what i want to eventually go into is the paint department which adds the color and the textures to every 3d model but everyone says that like 
starting off in modeling or animating is pretty good because everything is affected by the model and how the model moves. Right. So I feel like this is a good base class for me to start in and then see how things go. I didn't realize that the process could be like broken down that much. It was, I thought that was really interesting when you first told me about it. There are lots of little steps. Oh my gosh. I'll send, I'll send a video about the process to you. It's, it features the penguins of Madagascar. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, are, are you, something that I've always wondered about, like, people who work on, like, animated movies is, like, obviously those people generally are, like, interested in art and, like, probably, like, have, like, their own things that they draw, like, their own art styles, Mm -hmm. but you kind of have to, like, conform to, like, one particular style when you're doing stuff. Are you worried about that? Um, I mean, considering that I want to go into the paint department, I feel like that'll be maybe less difficult for me because, um, uh, it'll be more based in 2D textures and then applying them to a 3D surface. So that'll be less of me learning how to create a whole new style in 3D and more of like new styles in 2D. And even though I haven't gotten a lot of training in art or like like formal education in art, I have like a lot of years ahead of me, so I'm not yeah. too concerned about it, even though it is something I should be concerned about. I don't know if you need to be. Don't worry if you're not. Yeah, it's, I mean, because, you know, in this, in my life, I've only drawn in my style. So I guess that is something that I really didn't think too much about until you brought it up. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It is something that I do need to be aware of. What is your ultimate dream job? Making original content that creates a fandom. Do you think you could do that? I mean, even if UTD can't help me do that, like, I'm sure that I can help me do that. Yeah. Because, um... You've already made your own things. Yeah. Put them out into the world. Yeah, yeah, I can make games and I can make web comics and things like that so that is a far off dream a dream job would just be I mean yeah working on a movie or a game in that involves 3D animation that would eventually make a fandom mm-hmm. that would be really fun like seeing fan art on my own characters <gasps> cute so UTD is pretty close to home it's probably like a 20 minute drive Mm-hmm. How did that feel? I mean, I knew that I was close to home, so I asked my parents if I could live on campus. And even though they were like, you could save so much money, I was like, you guys are already saving money because <laughs> of my scholarship. So they couldn't really argue with that. And dorm life was really good. I mean, I didn't have a car, so that was one thing. I couldn't go back to home like whenever I wanted. If I wanted to go home, I would have to ask my mom to pick me up or my dad. How often did you go home? I went home, like, every two weeks. So, yeah, whenever I missed home cooking or, like, hanging out with my parents, I would just go home for the weekend and then come back to school for the weekdays. Uh Uh-huh. Despite being close to home and kind of being in, like, a similar landscape, well, basically the same landscape, did it (laughs) still feel new and strange yeah i discovered a lot of new places that i've never been to uh-huh. living in allen and like 
um, Richardson at most is a 30 minute drive away. Right. But it's still a, like a fairly big city with a lot of places that I haven't known. So, and that was fun. And also because I couldn't drive myself, I always had to rely on other people to get me places where they wanted to go, um, to hang out with them. And a lot often, more often than not, other people would know locations that I have never been to. Right. So it was a new experience because, um, I didn't get to drive myself anywhere. And when I went out, went with people, they would drive me to new places. So what did your average like week and weekends look like while you were in college? Well, it depends on which semester. Because, <laughs> um, second semester, I had a lot more friends than I did first semester. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had a kind of difficult adjusting period, but because of that, my grades were great. Because <laughs> <laughs> I stayed in all the time. Yeah, when you're feeling confused and lost, just study. Yeah. <laughs> I was just home. Um, so my first semester would be just me either at school or in my dorm and then every now and then I would go to like a club event for my Filipino Student Association uh, because we had a competition in October and that was a that was really fun um learning and dancing learning and dancing Filipino dances yeah uh so that would be like maybe one like Oh, no, twice or three times a week we would have dance practice. And then if I'm not, like, in class, I'm at home. <laughs> but for my second semester, I got to switch things up because I actually had more friends to hang out with. Right. How did that come about? Um, I befriended more people in FSA through my culture dance team. Like, they would show me their friends and then I would end up hanging out with those groups. And then I also ended up joining a women's volunteer group which helped me meet a lot of like new girls who I otherwise like <laughs> sorry girls these are like the normies yeah. who, like um I don't think I would have met or hung out with these kinds of people in high school but like they're really nice people yeah and I enjoy their company so I have fun hanging out with them so that would be like those girls would take up maybe I would see them maybe three times a week and then my cultural and other Filipino or FSA friends, I would also see them at least three times a week because we had our even bigger competition in the spring semester called Good Phil. So practice, practice would really take up a lot of my time. Uh-huh. So it would be morning school and then afternoon dorm for a nap or studying. Right. And then in the evening, I would go out with either my volunteer group or FSA. Just to like eat and hang out. Yeah, um, or practice. Right. Mm-hmm. What motivated you to join FSA? Well, I am Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister was in the Filipino Student Association at her school. And she had, like, a lot of fun. Like, she eventually rose to the top as, like, the officer because she had so much fun there. And I was like, oh, I want an experience like that. So I joined the FSA at UTD because I heard it was really big. And it is. It's, like, one of the biggest organizations on campus. But surprisingly, not a lot of Filipinos. Really? Yeah. It's like, I would say there are more Vietnamese people in FSA than uh, Filipinos. 
Interesting. Yeah, like... Is there not a Vietnamese Student Association? There is a VSA, but, like, FSA and VSA are, like, so tightly knit that they feel like the same organization. Uh-huh. It's interesting. I mean, I am a bit disappointed, but I did grow up with a lot of Filipino people, so I don't think I'm missing out on that much. It's just disappointing that I can't meet, like, a little more new Filipino people. You know? Right. And, like... <laughs> See, people go up there for culture time and, like, mispronouncing the words. Oh, my God. (laughs) And making food that is not that authentic. But Mm. we get by. That's what going home is for. Are you going to continue being in FSA next year? Yeah, yeah. I think I want to be a part of the Big and Little system for next year because my bigs were not great. (laughs) They were not... Yeah, they were just not good. So I want to try having a different experience for other freshmen that come in. How were they not great? Um, for starters, I had one Ate and, well, one big, one big sister, which is Ate in Tagalog, and then big brother is Kuya in Tagalog. Uh-huh. So I had, like, one Ate and, like, five Kuyas, and, like, all my Kuyas were, like, dude bros, mm. who are not the kind of boys that, like, I really enjoy the company of right and um it was just hard like because i feel closer hanging out with girls first you know yeah um and my ate was just like she wasn't really present uh hanging out because she was an officer so she was always busy with other people i just never felt like we clicked and then uh they stopped asking me to hang out because i was just not I just didn't feel it yeah you know after a certain point like I tried I did try but then like after the point it's just you know that you're not going to click with them yeah it was a weird dynamic too because um a lot of my kuyas like I was absolutely sure that they had a crush on my ate so like things were weird at hangouts oh yeah it was just not great it's just like I want a group of friends not like weird drama yeah, that's yeah. understandable. And then at some point I stopped hanging out with them because my, one of the girls in my volunteer organization, like, she had a falling out with my kuya, like, that was actually how I got into my volunteer organization, because I met my kuya's girlfriend, and she was really nice to me, and she pulled me into the volunteer organization, but she and him broke up and when I learned ha- the way they broke up and how their relationship had happened I was like wow this is just not great yeah and I just didn't want to be you know near them anymore yeah I just want nice people with like a good experience for the freshmen you know yeah and we just didn't click in the end it happens yeah can't get along with everybody but you seem to have clicked pretty well with the girls in your volunteer organization. Yeah, it's interesting. They're nice people. Uh, they've definitely influenced me to have natural hair. Natural, long hair. Because they're all very, very beautiful Asian women. Right. <laughs> with, like, mostly natural hair colors. I mean, like, the craziest they'll go is blonde. Right. And I'm like, oh, man. I. It's like, you want to assimilate with your friend group. Right. Do you feel like you've had an issue, like, expressing yourself at UTD so far? Uh, yeah. Because I... mm, It's weird. 
because a lot of people at UTD are like they're huge nerds and they're also geeks but they're like moderates right so it's not really my kind not of not a lot of people. counterculture yeah like what is it I don't know. We just have different senses of humor. I haven't met a single person. Well, yes, I have met. I have met like two people. They're a tech. They're a tech majors. Uh huh. Um, but I haven't really met a lot of people with like the same sense of humor as me. Like mostly, um, the girls that I hang out with, their kind of humor is like roasts and like vine humor. Mm. And I don't. It's not really me, you know. Yeah. And we don't really have similar interests either. Because, well, I mean, I do watch anime sometimes, and that's, like, a really big thing at UTD, but I'm not really in that scene anymore. Yeah. As you know, I'm more into K-pop, but even then, I haven't met a single person who likes the same group that I do. So it's really hard to, like, connect in terms of interests for most people that are there. Yeah. Is Um, that why adjusting was hard first semester? Yeah, it's just hard to find your people. I don't think I've found them yet. I mean, I found people who like me and that I like them, but they're not, like... I don't really feel a super deep, like, connection with them. Right. Because it's a bit hard for us to talk without a similar sense of humor, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, except for those two, like, A-Tech gems. They're very nice, but they're always busy. So I haven't really found the time to hang out with them. Have you kept in touch with them over the summer? No. (laughs) I mean, we follow each other on Tumblr, so I'll be like, oh, that's you. But then I can't... I don't really say anything. Yeah. So I guess that's my B. Do you think that part of that is due to the fact that you, like, had, like, high school friends that you already had such strong connections with? Um, yeah, I think one difficult thing of college for everybody is, like, finding who you are outside of your college, how, I mean, how outside of your high school persona and how your high school people have always known you. Right. Because, like, you can crack a joke with your high school friends, but you can't, like, say the same thing to college friends and expect them to react in the same way. Yeah. Which is an obvious thing, but, like, that wasn't something that I realized until it actually happened. Like, I made a joke that I expected a typical response to, and then I didn't get the high school response that I usually get. Yeah. So that was, like, shocking, and it's like, oh, man, I have to learn how to be funny without inside jokes! Oh. You know? Yeah. So how did you, like, take care of yourself and, like, um, you know, like, keep up and happy without your usual support system? I mean, I kind of did have my usual support system because, as you know, me and Kay are long distance but in a relationship. And, um, oh, Back when I was didn't have a lot of friends in first semester, we would just be on the phone all the time. Right. Like, going to class, coming out of class, at the dorm. And then, like, second semester, even though I did have more friends, we would still be texting all the time. Right. So, I was still holding on to my high school, like, connection in that, in that way. Right. But... In general, how was it managing a long-distance relationship? It was fine. Honestly, being apart makes you want the person more, you know, because you miss them. Right. So that was fine. And then um, it didn't feel like we were that far away because we were literally always talking. Like, we called each other to say goodnight every night, pretty much. Uh-huh. Um, it, I guess the hard parts were just, like, no physical interaction or hanging out 
in real life, but that's not too big of a deal for either of us, so. Yeah, and you saw each other decently often. Yeah, like, at least once a month, pretty much. Uh-huh. Because uh, either Kay would come come back or I would go to Austin, which I prefer the latter. Going to Austin is very fun. It is. I recommend it, for sure. Yeah, I got to see you. Very fun. Yeah. So, in general, do you think that college was harder and more treacherous than you expected it to be? Oh, definitely. I thought I wasn't going to have any problem making friends, but as it turns out, I am kind of socially awkward. (laughs) I'm kind of socially awkward, and um, it's difficult because... I've never really struggled with making new friends because um, I've lived in the same place my whole life. And, like, if I had new friends, it was because one of my other friends introduced me to that person. Right. So I never really, like, faced the challenge of making new friends for the first time. And then I really had to figure that out this year in college. So that was difficult. And also, generally finding myself without my other friends, without I mean, without my high school friends, was really hard. Like, I think I tested out a lot of different me's. Yeah. And I'm still, like, not sure who my college friends think I am. So. Who do you think you are? Uh, generally, I would think that I'm, like, a goofy person who likes art and, like, nerdy things, but... Mm, my college friends, I don't know if they can see that all the time because we don't have the same sense of humor, you know? Right. And I think my college friends, a lot of them had pre-established friend groups because I was a late bloomer because the first semester people, like, find their groups, you know? Right. So, uh, because of my late start, I think that made me a little more... Is soft-spoken the right word? Shy? Right. But, yeah, I think I'm more quiet around my college friends. And that's not something I want to be, but it's just hard to communicate when, like, you don't... As as I keep saying, you don't have the same sense of humor or similar interests, you know? Yeah. So are you gonna still, like, pursue friendships with the same people? Or are you kind of just, like, going in fresh, like, still looking? Um, I mean, I'm taking... Because my major was undeclared for the whole year, I didn't take too many A-Tech classes, but I would like to make more A-Tech friends. Right. Because it seems like they might be more... We might have more similar interests. So I would like to get to know these people more. Um, especially since I'm taking more pre-rec A-Tech classes this upcoming semester. Uh-huh. I will still continue to be friends with um, the people that I found this semester, but uh, I'm definitely going to do a little more exploring. But... Yeah, compared to, compared, comparing my first semester to my second semester, like, first semester, whew, I was in the dorm all the time, and then, like, second semester, the last day that I was going to be at UTD before going home for the summer, my two closest friends, Carlos and Sammy, we, like, spent the whole day together, which was really, like, heartwarming, because uh-huh. I told them that I was gonna, like, be leaving soon, so they were like, oh, let's hang out, so we, like, We, like, did arts and crafts together, and then we, like, marathoned K-dramas. And so, generally, that was, like, that was really touching for me, because, like, they even went to see me out when my mom came to pick me up. Like, they hugged me, and then, like, I mean, we still kept in touch over the summer, so those two are my really closest friends. For sure, keepers. 
That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, like, exploring ATEC more, what are you looking forward to this next year? <laughs> My glow up. <laughs> when will it happen? Sam! <laughs> 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 uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm looking forward to having my own apartment. Yeah. Because um, I didn't have the typical roommate experience this freshman year that I had because I didn't have roommates. Right. Explain that. Oh, yes. Well, like, a little. Yeah. So um, I had uh, two roommates, Megan and David. And for the, like, until October, well... Yes, we were good pals um, for the few months that they were there. And then October, both of them dropped out around the same time. So pretty much for a majority of the year, I had an entire dorm suite. to myself. Yes, a suite. <laughs> Every, like, and they left a lot of stuff for me, too. Like their microwave, their fridge, their food. So I was pretty much like stocked and set for the whole year. That's crazy. It was nice to have like a retreat though because i spent i literally did spend so much time in the dorm right. that it was like nice to know that like if i wanted to walk around in jammies or like if i wanted to sing and dance like i could do it uh but yes uh i'll be experiencing actually living with roommates for a whole year this upcoming year but this time it'll be with people i chose to be with right which is nice and then you're um, living in an apartment yes living in an apartment on campus but it's like literally right next to my old dorms so it's not that much of a location change Uh uh-huh but um and another change is that i will have a car i'll have my car this time because in the beginning um the first my freshman year i didn't have my car because it was like wrecked and then um I didn't buy a parking permit, so I just decided to go without for the whole year, and that was interesting, but I do miss driving, so I'm getting my car back this upcoming year, which will be nice. It's That'll be a lot easier to, like, go and have a social life. Yeah, it'll <laughs> be more independence, and also, um, uh, what is it? And you could come down to Austin. Yeah! I can go on road trips whenever I want! Nice. Um... Did you ever wish that you had been able to go to a school that was more well-suited towards art programs or just someplace that was a little different? I mean, I am glad. The Well, I am glad that of all the art things that I could have done, I chose 3D animation for now. But UTD's art 3D, art 3D animation program is actually, like, really good. Because they're really they're like linked up with all the other um, animators in Dallas. Like I was told that the four big animation cities are New York, L.A., I think it's Atlanta, strangely Georgia, or somewhere up there. Interesting. And then um, Dallas, and Dallas is like actually a really big three D animation hub. So UTD oh. is connected with all the animation studios in the area. And like a lot of my professor a lot of my professors are people who have actually been in the industry and like the program is just really good. Like, um once a semester they'll have someone from a big company like DreamWorks or Pixar come down to give a talk. Oh wow. Which is really cool. But it's only for ATEC students. Like I tried to get in as an undeclared student, but they wouldn't let me in. But yeah, the of all the art programs I could have chosen, 3D animation is probably the best that I can get from UTD. Right. Either 3D animation or their gaming program. Mm-hmm. 
um, I mean, I've thought about this and that, like, I am happy where I am. If I were to choose a different route, I would have gone to UT for journalism. Uh-huh. But that's just because um, that's journalism and also you and Kay are there. Right. Two of my closest pals. But, um, I mean, UT doesn't have 3D animation uh, as, I think, right? I Not that I've heard about. Yeah. I don't think they have, like, a strong an- a strong animation program, if any at all, you know? Uh-huh. So... Like, that would have been the only other school that I would have been interested in going to, uh, realistically. Right. So, I'm glad, I'm glad where I, that I am where I am. That's good. Is there anything that you wish that you had done differently this past year? Uh, differently. Um, I wish that I kept my car. <laughs> I wish I kept my car, because that would have been, like, a lot easier to do things that I wanted to do. And, like, I could drive people. I was really upset because um, one of the things that I really like to do with people is, like, take them to something that they have, they've never done before. Right. Or take them somewhere they've never gone to for the first time. Because I just like seeing people's excitement and, like, showing them around. I like being a tour guide. Oh, no. <laughs> you should do that as, like, a part-time job. My God. Can you imagine? But anyway. I could. You'd be really good at it. <laughs> I couldn't do any of that with my friends from, like, Houston and Austin because I didn't have my car. I was like, oh, my gosh, we'll go to K-Town. We'll go to Six Flags. I'll drive you there. But my car ended up being in the shop, and I didn't get a permit, so I could never fulfill those promises. Yeah. And then they ended up going to those places without me driving them there for the first time. Oh, that's sad. I know. But, I mean, it's okay in the end. I could do that with freshmen this year if I befriend any freshmen. True. <laughs> you could do it with your littles. Yeah. What were some of, like, your most, like, memorable moments and, like, favorite, like, memories that you've created so far? Oh, definitely my biggest, um, the biggest thing that sticks out in my brain was, uh, going to my first dance competition for Filipino culture dance. Oh, yeah. In October, it was, uh, at the competition Isang Mahal which uh, takes place in College Station. So I was there with my culture team and the rest of the FSA performers who wanted to go. And all in all, it was just a really fun experience because it was like our team had gotten really close because everybody who was there had pretty much was going in for the first time, like pretty much doing cultural for their first time. So like we all learned how to do it. And like when you struggle, you bond, (laughs) Yes. you know? true and like because it was like nobody had known each other yet there weren't any clicks or anything so we just became like one really big family yeah and that was like really really nice especially going to get all of us going on a trip together like it's just a road trip with your pals in called station and you get to like compete together and dancing was just so fun because we could hear all the screams from our friends uh in the FSA balcony. Yeah. And then what we completely didn't expect because our culture director was doing the his choreography for the first time. Like, he was newly elected to this position. We really didn't expect winning. Like, we won first place. 
And that was just so great because our director started crying. Aww. So we started crying. And, like, the feeling of triumph and, like, knowing that, like, we won against all these other schools who had, like, a set established cultural choreographer. It was just really great. Yeah. Especially, like, celebrating at the after party together, too. We could all, like, dance out our happiness. It was just really, really good. Uh-huh. It was a really good culture competition. Uh-huh. You... Did a little bit of dancing when you were younger. I know because we did it together. Yes, Um, I intimidated you. (laughs) You did. But now you don't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, What made you decide to, like, go back to dancing and, like, try it again? I mean, of course, like, me getting back in touch with Filipino culture Uh was really fun. And, like, just doing something for the first time because... I don't know. I didn't really feel dance in in high school because it wasn't something I chose to do. It was something that my parents enrolled me in and they just I just continued to do it because it was something they wanted me to do. And then I quit in high school because I was like I don't want this anymore. Like cuz I realized this isn't really something that I like to do. Yeah. But once I was in college, I was like I want to try everything new. So, um I tried out the ballroom dancing club. That was really fun. I learned yeah. the tango. And then I joined FSA so that I could learn some learn some more culture and then like do a little bit of fun dancing because again I think my sister was uh she did a lot of culture dances when she was in FSA too so I wanted to try it out and then it just ended up being really fun and a good fit for me nice yeah um (laughs) right what that sounded like someone was opening the fridge what if your dogs did it? <laughs> My mom's here. <gasps> oh, great. Um, I have one more question, but is there anything else that you want, want to talk about that I did not ask about yet? Anything else that I want to add? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, mm, one thing that I'm not sure that I'll be able to do is, like, actually continue to pursue journalism which makes me really sad because I don't know if I'll have time in my schedule for it but the is there like is there a paper yeah there's a there's a pape and there's a news magazine they're two separate things okay and I wanted to join the news magazine but I just don't think I'm gonna have time for it and that makes me really sad because I want to still design and like work in design and things like that yeah but uh, I don't know I wish I could still do that I could, I guess I could make time for it, but, like, I think we're really going to double down on this volunteering program that I'm in. Yeah. Because we're really going to try to recruit girls, and then, like, the entire month of October, we're going to do a really big um, breast cancer awareness program. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to be really packed this semester, and while I would like to continue journalism and things like that, I don't know if I can. Yeah. It's hard, because... You have access to, like, so many cool opportunities in college. It's just deciding, like, what you're willing to spend energy on. Yeah. Hmm. What about your, like, volunteer organization, like, keeps you excited to, like, work with them? Um, Is it, like, the type of, like, work that you guys are doing or the social stuff? Yeah, I mean, I just like the girls in general. Even if, like, I can't always completely fit with them in terms of how we interact. Like, they're still really accepting and really nice to me. So, I just like hanging out with them. And, like, 
the volunteer stuff that they choose to do is like really fun. Uh, we went to the Salvation Army and we made we made cleanup kits uh-huh. with like buckets and trash bags and gloves for people who were in um, natural disasters because there were a lot of natural disasters this college year, you know. Yeah, that's true. And then that was really fun. And then another thing that we did was we went. Oh, we made uh, brown bag lunches for the homeless. Oh, nice. And that was really fun because we would just assemble sandwiches and then, like, draw little pictures on the brown bags. Uh Uh-huh. And then send it over. And then another thing that they promote because, like, a lot of us are Asian are, like, is, like, Asian awareness. So I got to participate in some fun things like calligraphy Uh and, like, learning about the Chinese New Year. So, like, not only is it socially and like volunteerly <laughs> enriching it's like culturally enriching too which is another which is like why i've like sticking which is why i've been like sticking with it yeah even though i like can't always click with the girls you know right they're just nice people and they have a noble cause and we do great things together yeah <laughs> so if you could give yourself any advice bef- the night before you left what would it be for college yeah buy a parking pass <laughs> without a car <laughs> buy a parking permit um what would i do i guess i would just encourage myself to go out more and be more active in trying to make friends instead of like hiding in my dorm a lot because that's what ended up happening right so just like be braver i think um some girls gave me really good advice at the beginning like these alumni my my uh undeclared advisor pulled in some alumni for like a special talk to them event and these girls gave me advice that was like try everything even if you, like, don't think you're going to be good at it. Even if your friends aren't going to go with you to, to just try anything that you want to try. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I think I should have followed that more in my first semester. You know? Yeah. Great. Thanks so much for talking with me, Sam. If you're hearing this, it means that this is the last episode of Training Wheels. Thank you all for listening to my project this summer. It's been really fun um, exploring this strange new sort of adult life with all my friends. And um, look me up for other projects soon, hopefully. Goodbye! Yay! (laughs)